Hello and welcome back to Inside the Box. My name is Owen Kennedy and today we have a very exciting episode because we're going to go over the Euros. The Euros are fast approaching with the first game kicking off next week. I think it's on Friday. So stay tuned here throughout the Euros for coverage every Monday. And there was no episode last week because it was a Memorial Day in the United States, so took that day off. But let's not dilly-dally about and let's jump right into it with Group A. Group A consists of Italy, Switzerland, Wales, and Turkey. Now, I've seen a lot of people um, suggesting that the dark horse for this tournament would be Italy. Now, I do think Italy will go far, but I don't think you can be considered a dark horse if everyone thinks you're going to be a dark horse, because I think that you're just considered a favorite at that point. So, Italy are my dark horses, but... Turkey are. Now, Turkey have a very um, interesting um, very interesting squad with a really good defense with Soyuncu, I think Demiral, and um, Ozan Kabak. That's a really good uh, three good defensive center back, three good center backs. And with Yaziki um, up front, they have some real um, attacking threats. So I think they're going to go far in this tournament. But I don't have them winning the group. Now, Switzerland and Wales. Switzerland could cause an upset here, but I, I don't really see it. But I think Switzerland just have enough quality to beat Wales. And whoever wins in that Switzerland versus Wales game, that that's going to be the third-place team because I don't think either of those teams are going to win against the um, the other uh, two teams in this group. So that leaves Group A finishing Italy, Turkey, Switzerland, and Wales. Now moving on to Group B, which consists of Belgium, Russia, Denmark, and Finland. We'll start off with Finland. It's their first major tournament, and I think they'll get their three games of fun, and then they'll be just going back home to Finland. They don't really have much quality at all. They have Hirodeki in goal, but that's a goalkeeper, and eventually there's going to be enough shots coming at him where he's not going to be able to keep them out. So I have Finland, rock bottom. Another interesting thing here is Russia versus Denmark. Now, this is going to be another thing. I think both teams will easily beat Finland. And so it's going to be that Russia versus Denmark game will decide um, who gets second or third. I think Russia are going to pull it off. And obviously Belgium, I don't think we need to talk about them too much in this group. But they're first place. I have them first place. It's the last era for them in their golden generation. Their last real hurrah. So... I have them going first in this group. I think Russia will beat um, Denmark and go second. But I do think Denmark will pick up the three points against Finland. Now moving on to Group C. Austria, Ukraine, North Macedonia, and the Netherlands. Um, I think this is going to be a, a real surprise here. Because Austria... They have a, a decent team, not a great team, but not a bad team. A team that could finish second 
or third in this group. Ukraine, also, they have a worse team than Austria, but they're, they have some quality, and I think they could also cause another upset in this group. Obviously, Northern Macedonia, they beat Germany, but that might be a one-off. And I, they're probably going to come uh, rock bottom in this group, probably not winning a single game or getting a single point. But I think the main talking point in this group is Netherlands. Now, this may be a surprise because I actually have Netherlands to finish third. I think they'll beat Northern Macedonia and maybe pick up a draw against Austria and a draw, and maybe a loss against Austria or Ukraine and a draw against one of those teams. Putting them on four points, I think. Uh, um, Ukraine and Austria just have the capabilities to pull off an upset here. And I think Ukraine will finish ahead of the Netherlands on goal difference, put them in second. So I think it'll be Austria, Ukraine, Netherlands, Northern Macedonia. And I, the reason, my reasoning behind that is even uh, the brother of De Boer has come out and criticized him, saying Johan Cruyff would be rolling over in his grave if he saw how the Netherlands were playing. And they don't have Van Dyke. They don't have their leader at the back. They're playing in a 5-3-2, which I haven't met a single person who agrees with that decision. Um, I haven't heard anyone besides De Boer say that the 5-3-2 is the way to go. Even the players don't like it. So that's going to cause some problems. And if you can't beat Scotland, if you have to rely on an 89th minute fluke free kick because it was not a foul to draw against Scotland, you can't have high hopes for the Euros. So I think they'll finish third. Moving over to Group D. Now, this might be the second most exciting group in the tournament. Behind, obviously, uh, the group of death, which we'll get onto later. It's England, Scotland, Czech Republic, and Croatia. Now, England, I think, will top this group. But I wouldn't be too surprised if England come third or second with the way this group works. Just because uh, this group, I think the quality of the teams is going to be taken down a notch into deciding who wins. Now, Scotland and England, both of those two teams are host nations. So, that means that they'll play their games at home. Obviously. So, Scotland versus England, that game, which will be at Wembley, could decide the group, just judging on how things work. For example, if you say that Scotland beat the Czech Republic and Croatia beat England. Then that game, England versus Scotland, if Scotland win that, that could knock England out of the tournament. So I think the the way this group uh, shapes out is going to be really interesting. Just based off um, Scotland not um, haven't been at a major tournament for over 20 years, and they're going to come back into a stadium with fans, and they're going to come back 
to uh, a screaming Hamden Park, and they're gonna have the chance to play against um, England, which everyone wants to see. This the, that England Scotland game might be the, a bigger game than the final. That's that's really this excitement, and just talk about Croatia a little bit. Um, Croatia are an aging team and a lot of their stars from the 2018 World Cup have um, retired from international uh, football. So I think Luka Modric won't be able to carry them into second or first place. So I have England first, Scotland second, Croatia third, and the Czech Republic who have some quality, but they got beaten by Scotland twice over the last year, and I don't think they have enough um, talent to beat England. And I think even if they make a, get a 1-1 draw against Croatia, I don't think they're going to go through. So I have England first, Scotland second, Croatia third, Czech Republic fourth. This next group is another interesting group. Spain, Sweden, Poland, Slovakia. Um, I think Spain finishing first. While it might not be a given, I'm pretty certain that's what's going to happen. But uh, also, I wouldn't be surprised if you have Sweden or Poland uh, finishing first. So, And so let's talk about uh, those two teams a bit more. Poland, Robert Lewandowski, that's guaranteed goals. So you don't really have to worry too much about that. You have a source of goals, but just the rest of the team can be a bit shaky. So that's all I'm really worried about. Uh, Sweden, not really sure about their qualities. I know Zlatan won't be playing, but they do have Alexander Isak, um, who is very good. And so... I think there might be a couple of shocks in this group, but I have Spain first, Sweden second, Poland third, and Slovakia who, again, I, they don't have, really have a chance at all. They don't have any sort of rivalries or uh, to go off of. They don't have that fight. Besides being in the Euros, they don't have the extra motivation. So, and they don't have quality that the other teams have. So I think they're just going to take their three games, enjoy it while they're there, go home, and just wait till the next Euros to probably do the same thing again. Now, it's probably the moment everyone's been waiting for. Group F. Portugal, France, Germany, Hungary. This group is a group that everyone wants unless you're Hungarian. So, I think let's start off with Hungary. They're going to enjoy getting to play against three top teams and then they're going to go home. Really? You I mean, it's a not what you would have asked for if you're Hungarian, but it's it's just the way things uh panned out. So, that's how I think that group is going to shape out or that, not that group, Hungary, with they're going to take their zero points and trot on home. 
Now, the other three teams, Portugal, France, Germany, France are arguably the favorite, or not arguably, are the favorites for this tournament. Portugal, France, Germany. So you have Portugal, France, which is the final of Euro 2016. You have Germany, who, despite uh, failing in the uh, 2018 World Cup and losing to Northern Macedonia, have depths of talent, have so much talent that they can put some of their best players in the under-21s and they wouldn't make a dent in their team. So this uh, really is going to be a shootout. So I do have a couple of surprises in this group, though. My, I'll give you my, uh, I'll give you my uh, order first, and then I'll explain my reasoning behind it. I have Portugal first, France second, Germany third. That might come as a surprise, but I think Portugal just have a really good team, really solid team, and they have the Cristiano Ronaldo effect, and they really have uh, just a solid, solid team. Same with these other two, but Portugal, there's not many wavering issues. Like with Germany, you could say they don't really have a striker because Timo Werner isn't on top of his game. But I, so I think Portugal might beat France. I think we, there might be a, a scare for France, but I think eventually France's quality will show. They'll beat Germany probably, they'll beat Hungary. They'll take their six points, and Germany will beat Hungary and finish in third. But I think Germany might lose against both Portugal and France. So I have Portugal, France, Germany, and Hungary. And just France, I don't think everything is going to go smooth sailing for them. There's no reasoning or like facts or stats to back me up. It's just a gut feeling that I have. Now... Moving on to some third-place qualifiers, which the teams in third place who have the highest amount of points. I've gone for Switzerland, Denmark, Croatia, and Poland. Now, judging how I think this will be mainly decided on goal difference, the reason I have Germany not in it is because I think they'll lose their two games. And I think with the attacking talent of uh, Portugal and France, they might lose those games 3-1, 4-1, or 2-0. So I think their goal difference will take a hit. And judging by, I don't think they can get many goals. With this Timo Werner up front, they might not beat Hungary by too much. So I think Germany, that's my first upset. Germany will only get to play three games this tournament. And you can send hate all you want, but that's what I think is going to happen. I just don't have much confidence in Germany whatsoever. The teams I have gone for are Switzerland, Denmark, Croatia, and the Czech Republic. The only one that I think is debatable would be Switzerland for the Netherlands. In fact, you know what? I think Switzerland won't make it. I think the Netherlands will get in. Just because the Netherlands group is... Um, the Netherlands group is more... Um, 
contentious than the than what I think the um, the Switzerland grip is. So that's what I think is going to happen. So the other uh, teams that I have are Denmark, Netherlands, Croatia, and Poland. I think Germany won't get in, and I think Switzerland won't get in, just because the other two teams in their groups are better. So I think they won't win those games, and they'll not. And if they do win a game, they'll have goal difference uh, down. So that's why I think Switzerland and Germany will miss out out of the third place teams. So let's get on to the knockouts. First game, and this is all based on what I have. This is not factual. So, Belgium versus Poland. I think, despite Poland having Robert Lewandowski, they don't have too much else. So I think Belgium will um, ease through them. Italy versus Ukraine. Again, Ukraine, I think it's a shock that they even got there into the knockouts, and I think Italy are the most favorite dark horse ever, so I think they'll get through to the next round. Portugal versus the Netherlands. Portugal have depths of talent, depths of quality. The Netherlands, if they're still playing their 5-3-2 and have somehow fluked their way into the knockouts, yes, I said it fluked, if they still play the 5-3-2. Portugal, easy. Any day of the week, I'd take Portugal over the Netherlands. Scotland versus Sweden. Scotland, I think, now, this might be somewhat biased, but I think Scotland have lots of quality, lots of talent, and they have that extra drive and motivation just to be there. And it'll be a home game for Scotland, which I think will help them uh, see off Sweden. Spain versus Denmark. Uh, I have Spain baiting Denmark. Again, Denmark are one of those teams that were handed an easier group to get into second. And so I think Sweden, or sorry, Spain will beat them. Here's <coughs> probably the game of the round of 16, England versus France. Now, it's almost better if you're in the uh, Czech Republic, Croatia, England, Scotland group to come second because the winner has to play the runner-up of the group of death, France, Germany, uh, Portugal, and Hungary. So England versus France. Now, despite everyone in England's optimism, it sounds like they just haven't looked at their scheduling. And so if they win their group, they're going to have to play France. And I think France have depths of quality, depths of talent, the favorites... And so that's why I think England's going to win. <laughs> I don't know. I just have a feeling there. I just have uh, a, an underlying feeling. Austria versus Croatia now. Uh, Croatia don't have too much going for them. Austria have just good players, solid. Croatia don't have that. They have some good players. They have some bad players and some solid players. So I think Austria are going to go through. Next up, Turkey versus Russia. Now, I've said that at the start. Turkey are my dark horses. And I don't think Russia will be able to repeat the magic 
the magic of the 2018 World Cup. It's not at home. They don't have that going for them. So I have Turkey going on to the next round. Now we're going to have Belgium versus Italy. Um, Belgium, golden generation. Last real chance. They're going to have lots of fight. Italy with the most popular dark horse, the most favorite dark horse ever. I think they just all... Uh, they might be able to beat Belgium here just because they have pace and they have some attacking talent. So I'm going to go Italy. Next up is Portugal-Scotland. Now, as much as I'd love to see Scotland go through, I don't think that's going to happen. So I have Portugal beating Scotland, but I don't think it's going to be as easy as everyone thinks it would be. It's going to be a, a tight game. Um, Spain versus England next. I think England go through here. They're going to beat Spain. They have quality all around. And despite what I said against their game against France, if they beat France, they have a pretty easy run to the final. So I think they'll be able to see off Spain, who aren't what they used to be in England, are getting better. The young players will have some experience in uh, the Euros by this point with uh, the four games they've already played. And they have a deep squad. They have a good mix of uh, youth leaders, so I think England will be able to beat Spain. Next one, Austria versus Turkey. Um, Austria have some solid players. Turkey have solid players. Now, I've backed Austria for a while, and I think they'll be able to just do that again. S or, sorry, I've backed Turkey. Whoa, my brain's going uh, mental here. <laughs> I've backed Turkey for a while. I think Turkey have the capabilities to pull off an upset. So Turkey will make it through into the semifinals. So Italy versus Portugal. I have Portugal in the final. I think Portugal will make it back to the final. And I think they'll beat Italy. Not easily, but they'll be able to do it. And they'll be able to get to the final without... Um, too much worry. England versus Turkey. Now, I think everyone if who's listening to this is just saying, oh, England versus Portugal. Or they've caught on to me, and they're thinking, oh, England, Turkey, because he's uh, mentally insane. Now, despite the fact that I am mentally insane, I think England versus Turkey will be a very, 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 very good game. Turkey have uh, they don't have the quality but they have the dark horse factor where they've on, they're on this run and they have they have some quality and they're on this run so we'll be able to continue it or you have England too playing at home have lots of quality but are expected to win this game with their two other games Spain and France in France game, they're not expected to win. Spain game, they probably w there's probably no ex expect expected winner in that game. So England versus Turkey, they'll be an expected they'll be the expected winner, and I'm not sure they'll be comfortable playing that role. So I think this is gonna be a really good game. I can see this being the most exciting game 
with going to extra time penalties. But I, judging by the fact that I think it's going to go to extra time, I think England just have the quality and depth that Turkey don't have. So when it comes to these games towards the end of the tournament, England will be able to rotate a bit more. And I think England will be able to eventually scrape a 2-1 win in extra time or something to put them through to the final. Now, it's time for the big game. Portugal versus England. Who will win? Now, I've always had this motto to never pick someone to win uh, twice in a row. But I think Portugal are a better team. And with the Scotland bias, I don't want England to win. So it feels wrong to predict England to win. Now, the interesting thing here is both of these teams could crash out early. Both of these teams are uh, able to crash out early. So this final will either be spot on or way off. There's no in-between where one team... There will not be in-between for England. For Portugal, there might be an in-between. But overall, I think England versus Portugal, the winner will be England. And, oh, that just hurts me to say. But I think England will win. They have the quality. They have depth. They have some outstanding performers. They have Harry Kane. They have some solid defenders. They have the ability to play different styles. They can play a, in a 4-4-3. They can play in a 5-back. They could even really go into a 3-back if they needed to. They have attacking talent. They have pace with Sterling, Sancho. They have... Uh, uh, Calvert-Lewin, who at the end of the game can go up and score a header in the 90th minute if they need that. They have the ability to boss around the midfield with um, with uh, Calvin Phillips, Declan Rice, Jude Bellingham, who is probably my pick for the young player of the tournament. They have Jordan Henderson for some experience. So I think England will win Euro 2020, 2021, whatever you want to call it. Now, my player of the tournament, it's going to be Diogo Jota. He'll, he's, he's proved that he's a bagsman for Portugal. And since he's made it to the final, I think he'll get it. Now, who else do I have? Um... Golden Boot. This will probably go to Harry Kane. We'll grab the Golden Boot. Golden Glove. Rui Patricio. Or whoever the goalie is for Portugal. Although, does Golden Glove goes to whoever has the most clean sheets? So maybe... I'll give it to... Oh, who do I, who will have the most clean sheets? I'm just looking back throughout the groups here. Because I think if one team can get 
three clean sheets throughout the groups. I'll have a good chance. You know, Thibaut Courtois, golden boot. Or, sorry, golden glove. Thibaut Courtois, the Belgium goalkeeper, I think. He has an easy chance of getting four clean sheets, so I think that'll be enough to win him the uh, golden glove. And, obviously, as I mentioned earlier, young player will be Jude Bellingham. He's so underrated in Germany. He's really stepped up for Dortmund. So he'll be able to boss around the midfield a bit and really show his class, even though he's only 17. So those are my Euros predictions. I'll look back at them in a month when I'm horribly, horribly wrong, probably. And yeah, although I do want to say one thing. Last night on Sunday, I did predict the U.S. to beat Mexico 3-2 in extra time. Now, I may not have said that to anyone, but in my head, that's what I had. So, that's one prediction. One nailed-on prediction for me. One nailed-on prediction for me. So, yeah. And just a bit on Copa America. I'm not going to predict it because I don't think it should happen. I think it will happen. But it looks like the Brazilian players don't want to play. And it looks like COVID is going to be a mess and might mess it up. So I don't, want to, <laughs> I don't want to waste my time predicting something that won't happen. But anyways, that's going to do it for this episode of Inside the Box. Uh, I'll see you next week where we'll look back at what happened over the week in the Euros. And yeah. We'll have an overall fun time. So thanks for listening. And my name is Owen Kennedy. And I hope you have a great day.